0: Welcome to the Survival Prepper Show, where being labeled a crazy prepper is a badge of honor. Learn about disaster preparedness, survival, and get ready for whatever challenges might come your way. This is not your typical prepping podcast, and they won't be silenced by the censors. Here are your hosts, Duff and Dale.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I've got a lot lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, a lot of things going on, uh, and we're also on Sunday. We're going to be doing a premiere this week, uh, so we're going to do a, a marathon recording session today. So this is going to be a whole, whole lot of stuff going on, and get the day kicked off right. Talk about every bit of news we can before noon. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, at any rate, how are you doing this week? Uh, you still in in up north? I take it.
2: Yeah, yeah, still up north in Michigan, and. Uh probably another two or three weeks. It's starting to cool off. It usually about middle of middle of October is about as far as I usually want to do in a trailer in Michigan. So,
1: yeah, I hear you. So I guess, I guess what we'll do today, we'll just start off uh, talking about the the hurricane that's, that's happening right now. Uh, I think right before we started this, I heard that it was approaching category five levels. Uh Uh, And it was supposed they were wondering if it was going to be a four and now it's approaching category five levels. Um, I I want to start off with some advice from the, from the big guy, right? Because, you know, if you're going to get some advice on, on how to deal with hurricanes and all that, you'd want to get it from the big guy. So uh, I figured I'd play this little clip that I found. And to be fair, this is from last year. This is his advice from last year from, from hurricane season. But, uh, uh, but, but at any rate, here we go.
3: Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. (laughs) Everything is more complicated if
1: you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or a natural disaster hits. So, I mean, good advice is good advice, regardless whether it's from a year ago or whatever. But uh, the reason I want to play that, we'll talk about the hurricane as well, but that just goes to show how this administration, regardless of what's going on, are going to go with their line no matter what. So the house could be on fire and they'd be like, I don't care if the house is on fire. We're all sitting together down to have dinner as a family. Uh, nothing matters. The, the economy doesn't matter. The, the global shit doesn't matter. Nothing matters to this current administration except for exactly what they want. So uh, at any well, rate, I do right, believe
2: though. if you I, I do believe if you would go and watch. I My understanding is the White House this time said, hey, you should evacuate as did DeSantis. So,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah I'm all about crapping on Biden, but I think, you know. I don't think they I'm not sure that they said that this time
1: no they didn't say that this time that's why I said it was from last year but I mean it's it's not wrong can you imagine trying to keep your mask on when you're you know when it's 150 mile an hour winds I,
2: I think you I think I don't know you got you got Tampa and all those areas getting ready to get smashed out pretty hard and I I don't know like I don't think it's a mask issue
1: <laughs> yeah i know i know i'm just i i know it's a serious subject so, it, so.
2: I, I guess where i'm going i guess i'm not helping you because where i'm going with it there's enough crap going on in the world that like you know all we have to do is wait till tomorrow to watch Biden walk and do something and say something and you know
1: yeah i get you all right so what are your thoughts on the hurricane then <laughs> i think um I
2: think I I I think it's not going to be a good thing. I think you have like that Tampa area. I was looking at it yesterday, and it's I want to say in the last hundred years they've been hit once. Yeah. So, and where it looks like it's hitting, I always thought, and maybe you know, I always thought that the storm surge, um, was like most pronounced to like the northwest. I can't remember which direction that is, but my my thought was as that thing goes and kind of where Tampa's sort of high and all that area, where it's going into that looks like that Port St. Joe area and above Tampa there, like up in that like that crook of the Panhandle, it'll be interesting to see how much uh, storm surge they get across that Panhandle. It could be a real bad storm, and that's a lot of low lying. I mean, you have all swamps there, right? So people are their homes are kind of a lot lot might be a lot of damage from this one because it had that area hasn't been hit in so long. So who knows how well they've upgraded and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh It's it, I've heard people talking about, it could be 10 to 15 feet uh, surges and all that. I mean, that is, I don't know that I would ever want to live in an area like that. I just, maybe that's the whole prepper in me and all that, but I just can't <laughs> fathom living in an area where, you know, that, Almost every year, you're bound to just get just get drowned, and there's people riding it out too, yeah. out there.
2: Well, and you know, you think about that ten to fifteen foot storm surge. I mean, I'm not a hurricane expert, but my understanding is that's created because the pressure of the hurricane pushing down on the water causes the water to rise up in front of it. Like just that pressure from that storm is causing the water to rise twelve or fifteen feet.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Uh, Liberator, oh, wow. she said she's West. got friends in Key West to get her and getting hammered right now. Yeah, yeah.
2: My mom's in, uh, she's up around the Tampa area and uh, Sarasota area, and she doesn't. Have, she's out of her power's gone now, right now. So you yeah, see,
1: but there's just yeah, so many that, that, things, and then you think about the aftermath of all of this stuff that's going to go on, and it just. I mean, I know you can. There's a lot of warning you get from it. One, you can reinforce your homes. You can do all that stuff, but man, it just, it's like, why not? Why? I just, I don't get it, I guess, especially considering the price of a home on a, on the shore. (laughs) No, thanks. Not me. Yeah.
2: Well, and I think, you know, a lot of their home, you have a lot of the trailer parks, so those things don't do well in hurricanes. And I know in that area, I've been down that area a fair amount and you have a lot of houses that are built like literally the bottom floor of the house. They don't allow any living space on a lot of the new construction so it's like your house all these houses you drive around it's kind of if you're not used to seeing it it's weird at first they're all built on stilts like they got like you know he's like the, the house starts 12 feet in the air and everything under that's like parking underneath your house but there's yeah. just nothing on it so and, and yeah. you see that all the way up into like north carolina and stuff because they get such bad floods and hurricanes and stuff i think the thing is were we talking about a while back where it was uh make sure you put like uh you have a, either like a hatch in your attic or you have a saw, like some way that's easy to use to get out. Because remember, wasn't it like during Hurricane Katrina when they had like a lot of people that I don't know what I don't know the numbers, but the urban legend was they had a lot of people that died in their attics because they stayed home and as the floodwaters rose. They, they kept going up and eventually they got in their attics and there was no way to get out. I don't know yeah. how how yeah. much that happened, you know, but at the same time, that, I think that's a reasonable thing to think of.
1: I think it does happen all the time. I don't know the exact numbers yeah, of people that do that stuff, but I mean, what do you do? You go up or you go down? I mean, you drowned or you try to get up there and cross your fingers. I think that was either Louisiana or Texas. Yeah, somewhere like that. Um, one last thing on this that I wanted to cover, too, before we get into the, the next couple of things. I wanted to. Uh, we got a few things today, so I'm not even going <laughs> to try to explain it. But um, with this, you, I heard Don <laughs> Lemon talking on CNN, and you get this all the time oh, with perfect. all this stuff. And I'm not saying. It, 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 i'm not going against global warming or for global warming or any yeah. of that crap but you hear don lemon he was talking to somebody from the noaa uh, a meteorologist a, a guy that knows what the hell he's talking about and the meteorologist basically told him because he tried to bring up the climate thing and he told him i'd be leery of trying to blame climate change on one singular event and don lemon basically said well i grew up in florida uh i think that's his name yeah don lemon uh, i grew up in florida so things are definitely getting worse um, i found this article that i wanted to just show real quick and and again i'm not saying i mean there's something going on i'm not saying yeah. that there's not but no no, no there is yeah. but yeah but to to it, it's the same with both sides one side says there's no such so thing as climate change the other side everything they blame on climate change and there's and yeah. it's just not true
2: well, never let a good crisis go to waste, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But this article I found on Forbes was talking about, and it's it's one single study. But and I've got the link to it below. But they were talking about how this peer reviewed, and this I want to go into this because it it speaks to the the scientific truths and all that. How they're not really truths, kind of like Fauci. Uh but yeah, th- it talks about a study that a lot of people are using. That talks about how things have gotten worse since the 1900s, and they use data from the 1900s and compare it to data to these days. And it was peer reviewed this this little paper that was written, but the study that they used in that paper wasn't peer reviewed, and the, and the data was flawed. Right. So what they're saying is is that if you do the data correctly, they're not getting worse. I mean, and it's not it say, I'm not like saying something's is- not happening. I'm just saying this is the science that, that we get.
2: I wonder if I wonder if that's the if that's the process that peer reviewed papers are going through these days because that's the pharmaceutical industry, right? The yeah. way they're peer reviewing papers for the pharmaceutical industry now is the people who do the peer review don't have access to the raw data. Exactly. Like the, the base data. They're getting the data like after it's gone through whatever process that the pharmaceutical companies put it through. So they just see the end result. They, they they see what the pharmaceutical companies come up with. Like, hey, here's the numbers that we fit, that, that we that they're presenting, whether they're accurate, wrong,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and, and you and get- all that. So I wonder if that's the same kind of deal.
1: Yeah. And like they were saying in this article, too, you get activist scientists that go along with it. Uh, You get the, you know, like you said, those big corporations and all that. And all of a sudden, this is what gets fed out to the mainstream media. It's peer reviewed. So the mainstream media buys it. Uh, And it becomes fact and everybody regurgitates the information. So everybody that's on the side of, you know, the whole climate change thing is going to point to this over and over again. But everybody, you know, there's no middle ground to any of this stuff. So it's just frustrating. I think part of the problem that
2: comes in, too, is you get like scientists on uh, on one side or like they'll push the envelope on what's acceptable. Right. And we talked about it on the Sunday show, right? The, the guy, the, the person who got breakfast going back in the day. Like yeah. it was a marketing gimmick for, yeah. for the egg and, and pork industry, my understanding is. And he went to a doctor and said, hey, can you get a bunch of your doctor buddies to sign off on having a big breakfast is good? Yeah, sure. We can do. They got like 4,000 doctors signatures. That was the ad campaign. 4,000 doctors. Like who's going to disagree with 4,000 doctors back in the day? Right. 4,000 doctors say it's like we should be eating a big breakfast. Next thing you know, we're all eating. What, what were the, what's the big thing to eat for breakfast? Right. Eggs yeah. and bacon. Yeah. You know, I mean, very, how, how often when you say, Hey, what's the good, what's the big breakfast? Do you hear someone start with potatoes or hash browns? No, eggs and bacon. Pretty much. Most people. Well,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most people I think
2: so, I think Lisa said yeah. in the
1: chat that night, that night as well, she said CW post was behind all of that, which, you know, go figure. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: and 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 the and the person they hired was like the son of a famous guy. I I don't remember what it is, but there's like that that conspiracy even goes, oh, it was it uh, was Sigmund Freud's son. They hired Sigmund Freud's son, I believe, is, is who they hired to come up with that shit. And so he's like, all right, how can we? Basically, he was all into learning, like how to. Ma- he was into manipulating people through marketing. He's the one yeah. who came up with breakfast, right? So. The the problem is you 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 go down. I don't know. A hundred years later, we're talking about Sigmund Freud's kid manipulating everybody into breakfast. At some point, unless scientists are one hundred percent honest, that that shit's gonna get found out. And all it takes is for like you and I, who are always skeptical of this shit, to go see you fuckers lied on your base thing back then. Yeah, and then they but they and they won't own it. They say oh, okay, but here's really where it is. So you end up on this this craziness that, yeah. that, and then our, you know, our side does it. And then nobody believes anybody anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you, you, when you get the scientists at the top, same thing with Fauci and his cronies that all decided to shape a certain narrative. Same thing with this. You can't trust the science because politics has paid for mm-hmm. science these days. So it's just all, I mean, yeah. no wonder, no wonder everybody is, is at each other's throats and all that crap. So.
2: Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, I, I think the debate's fair to say now most people think, agree that something's going on. Is it a wobble and how, or is it man-made or a combination of both? What is it? But I don't know. I I, When you have guys like Fauci, that get money for, for the science that they do. I don't, you know, and I'm not saying that he has anything with the climate stuff, but I don't imagine that the whole thing where, where Fauci and his fellow scientists for the government get paid off by the pharmaceutical industry is just limited to the national Institute of health. Right. I imagine that's like replicated across the board. So it's like, they're all getting bought off. Yeah. Yeah. Where does that leave us?
1: You're not going to get your loans and grants unless you follow the company line. So yeah. Yeah. Right. There's science. Trust the science. All right. One thing I wanted to get into real quick before we get into the, the Nord stream thing I want to talk about. I just saw this the other day here in Colorado. Uh, And this is Aurora is imposing a mandatory three day, three day jail sentence. Uh, for shoplifting more than 300 bucks. And I, one, I, you know, here in Colorado, I was like, that's pretty damn cool. But I heard a couple of the people that voted against this and they are talking about jail doesn't help. Uh, jail doesn't um, curb violent or curb crime. And it's like, it, it's been around forever. Jail helps, you know? I mean, granted, there's over-incarceration and all that BS, but for something like this, absolutely, that would deter somebody from going out and stealing shit. I think anyway. What are your
0: thoughts?
2: Yeah. Well, I think it can. I think the problem with our system is it. it we bring him one, we bring a mallet to it all the time. And two, we look at it as a one size fits all. You know, we have a tough econ- economy going on. Like, and I don't agree. Like, we see these kids that are running out there and doing the flash mobs and just jacking stores and they're grabbing, you know, shit that like, Fashion, fashion items and bullshit like shit they can resell. I, 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 yeah, I, that they can resell or that they can look good or something like that. I mean, like those kids. All right. Like, hey, you know what? Subjecting a lot. But then I get to like, what do you do in, a, in a, when our economy? And we're going to be talking about the economy here later. Like how how like literally it's getting so bad that the, that there's people that on the left that are now starting to sound like a major alarm about it right and so what do you do when it when that shoplifting is someone trying to feed their kids and they've run out of options you know i and and i know some people well hey tough shit you should figure it out you know it, it, that's a lot easier said well, than done when you're in the moment so my, my thing is coming back to do they have what can we do to have something something in place because i think when you're on the skids when you're at the point if you're if you're not the people that are shoplifting for personal gain, but they're literally shoplifting because they have no option. Do we have a system in place to help those people?
1: Yeah. Well, right? and I like think when
2: someone gets to that point, that's, that's my problem with our system. I don't like this because, you know, when people say it disproportionately affects people of color. Okay. Now the reason is that it disproportionately affects people of lower economic status. Yeah. Right. Fucking OJ Simpson cut off a woman's head pretty much. And because he had money, he got off. Yeah. Right. Like, so that that's my problem. When I hear about three days in jail, it sounds good. It's a great soundbite, but is that really for the benefit of all the people? Like, what do you have? What's the back end to that? The backstop rather than three days in jail, maybe it's, Hey, we're going to give that people three days in housing and get them set up on on um, whatever they need to help them and their family out. If that's the case, right? So I well I think, I think that, that's they why they put the, the in it.
1: I, I think that's why they put the three hundred dollar anything over three hundred dollars because mm-hmm. even though the economy sucks right now, yeah. if you're shoplifting three hundred dollars worth of groceries, that's pretty tough to do. <laughs> so
2: yeah, well I, I, that's I mean, true. That is very true. Unless unless you go to the steak aisle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Actually, but, yeah, have they, you seen the cost of cashews lately? Not cashews, uh, pistachios.
1: Uh, no, we've still got half a bag left. So I haven't bought them in, in probably a month or so. Oh no. But like from the last year or two, man, those things have gone, the skyrocketed. Yeah. And Lisa bought the last one. So I don't know what she paid for them, but yeah, every, everything is. And that's, you you know, (laughs) we, we are going to, I mean, we touch on it every damn week because it's such a huge issue, but we are going to, uh, today I've seen a lot of people ringing alarm bells. Uh, so we are going to go through that as yeah. well. I don't want to jump, jump. I, too I think that's ahead, a though. good
2: point on the. I think that's a good point on the 300 bucks. Maybe it's a that high. I just I'm so sensitive to that shit now because, you know, it, yeah. it's I, I've watched if you if I encourage people, if you haven't checked it out, go to the Innocence Project and listen to some of these videos of people who were innocent and did decades in jail decade and like literally it was because of the system like a run amok system or corrupt people within the system and i think sometimes because i used to do this and when i say i think sometimes it's because i used to do this i'm like ah well you know sometimes the system's wrong dude that's so fucking terrible like ruin like literally ruin a people's lives because of that so when i sound like i'm a bleeding heart it's like i don't want it i want to make sure our system does not infringe Upon the rights of people who are just in a really bad, shitty situation. Yeah, you
1: know, but there right? is a there is a middle ground, and like this kind of You're takes right. that that middle ground. Like we're gonna um, do this for a certain amount of dollars, and then you got New York that's basically letting murderers out uh, on yeah. no bail and all that stuff, which is just as bad in the other direction. So there's there's got to be some common sense with all this bullshit, but. But a, there's got to be a deterrent in place. If there's not a deterrent, what is going to stop these these shitheads from doing it? The the kids in New York that are doing this stuff, half the time, it's probably just entertainment and fun because they can. You know, you get enough people yeah. together, we can go do whatever we want, and we just run through, <laughs> ransack a store, and do whatever we want. That's to me is completely different than a mom that can't feed her kids, uh, and is you yeah. know you know trying to trying to figure that out. But yeah, anyway, well, you, I you just know, I think I, cool. I
2: think part of that 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 mob thing that flash mob thing isn't that like a conspiracy to commit robbery or something like they get together i i don't know how that all that conspiracy you would think. shit works but like that should be a bigger crime yeah like if you're using a flash mob to run in and steal a bunch of like personal like you know i was about ready to say walkman i'm like oh don't don't <laughs> evade myself there but like 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 an iphone or like you know stuff like that, then, yeah, like, you know, that should be a more significant crime.
1: Yeah, 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 I agree. There's got to be deterrence with all this crap, so. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, I want to talk about uh, the Nord Stream stuff because I saw something yesterday on it, and my immediate reaction was, uh, you know, maybe Russia's trying to make Germany pay or or something like that, but I don't know about that anymore. Uh, You found this video from Tucker Carlson that I want to play A couple clips from Uh, one, he's explaining what happened, what the, the situation that's going on right now. And I think probably a lot of people know, but there are, I think there's, there's a lot of conspiracy or a lot of questions uh, going into this, and again, we need to figure out that word you keep talking about. We need to figure out a word for uh, the conspiracy that's not necessarily a conspiracy. But there's a lot of questions about who this, who could have done this stuff. Uh, and Tucker Carlson pointed something out that I think is pretty interesting too. So, um, first off, let me play this one part, and then we'll discuss this, and then I'll play the second part of his video.
3: If Russia invades, uh...
1: Uh, that's the second part of the video. <laughs> Um, let me just play it from the beginning good evening
4: and welcome to tucker carlson tonight you hate to start a tuesday evening on a grim note but one of the environmental catastrophes one of the great environmental catastrophes of our time is unfolding tonight off the coast of denmark the nord stream pipelines which are enormous russian-owned conduits that carry natural gas from russia to western europe have been breached As we speak, Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 are pouring millions of cubic meters of natural gas into the Baltic Sea. Pictures from the air, which you can now see on your screen, show a toxic bubble field more than half a mile wide. You can only guess at how many marine mammals are being killed right now, countless. But the lasting damage may be to the atmosphere. Natural gas is comprised of up to 90% methane. Methane, as Joe Biden has often told you, is the key driver of global warming, which is, of course, an existential threat to humanity and the planet. So if you're worried about climate change, what just happened to the Nord Stream pipelines is as close to the apocalypse as we have ever come. So the question is, how did this happen? And it turns out it was not an accident. At the very same time that leaks in these pipelines were detected, Swedish officials recorded two powerful undersea explosions, each one of which was equivalent to hundreds of pounds of TNT. Nothing in nature can account for that.
1: All right, so that's that's basically his summation of what happened. He he, he goes a little overboard with some of the, the his rhetoric a little bit, but um, you know, the whole apocalypse and all that. But I mean it is a big deal. Uh, my thought when I first heard about this is all right, who 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 did it? Because it I don't I don't think it would be environmentalist because it kind of defeats their purpose. Um, I don't think I I thought maybe Russia and I still, you know, I could see it because if Putin, it's almost like shooting himself in the foot, though. But if he wanted to send a message to to Europe or whatever, you know, do something like that. Then you've got. Oh, I think you're muted. So
2: here's my thought on the Russia thing. He controls the pipeline. He can just shut it off. He doesn't need yeah, to destroy true. it. That's that's money. Gazprom is the Russian uh, gas oil company. Whatever is the people who financed it. My understanding is so I, I don't see him cutting off because and, and the reason I jump on that a little bit is because the I'm I th- that I imagine that's what you're going to hear out of the mainstream media. Putin did it. Putin did it.
1: That's right? what you are hearing. They've been yeah.
2: saying all along. Going, I mean, go, going back Russia, Russia, Russia stuff. Right. So. Like I, I'm not saying it's out of the question, but like, I don't see what advantage he gets when he can just say, Hey, how about this? We're just not even going to sell you any gas. Like I I have the gas, but I'm not going to sell it to you or I'm going to sell it to you a lot more. Like it just eliminates his options. So I, I don't see that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other one I thought about, which maybe because we've sent them, you know, one hundred and fifty billion dollars, whatever. I thought about maybe Ukraine because they they see that Russia or that uh, Europe is is probably on the verge of caving because they're about to freeze their asses off. That maybe they figured out no no way we're going to do this. But then I, when I saw this video, and I'll play this clip right here. It also brings up a good point, and again, this is all, you know, nobody really knows for sure yet, but it's all fairly interesting. You got something else to add, or you want me to play this Ukraine first? Begin.
2: Yes. So, you know, I think with Ukraine, I, one, maybe they have the capability, but two, Ukraine was trying to settle for peace back in April. Mm-hmm right and 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 great britain and the you know well mostly great britain but i think it was you know probably some us involvement with it as well was i think it was a mutual decision great britain uh came over and put the pressure on him boris or whatever uh boris johnson came over and put the pressure on him and they okay yeah we're not going to go be you know go for peace i don't think it's in their interest i think they want that shit done right and sure. so you know, I, I know they're, they're they're supposedly going on the offensive and doing all that, but I just don't think that's their their thing. But maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, at any rate, this is is pretty interesting. I thought this uh, because I honestly, uh, back when this all started, it kind of slipped under the radar. Or I didn't even pay attention to it. I don't think a lot of people paid attention to it. Uh, but our own uh, our uh, the big guy had a few comments
4: to make on this as well. Joe Biden suggested on camera. That he might take out these pipelines.
3: Watch. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We, we will bring an end to it. But do, but
2: how will you how will you do that
3: exactly? Since the project. And control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it.
4: We'll figure it out.
1: Notice how he phrased that. And he's the
4: president, doesn't phrase
1: things. Now, Tucker goes on to say, talking about how Biden said he was going to blow it up and all this. And that's the rhetoric. I just can't stand from him because there's no need for that, uh, you know, making crap up. But he, he did say it. And you know that our government yeah. and the and the way they do things. What's to put it past them from secretly? I until
2: let's go back to the lies of our government about the lab leak, about all of the shit over the last how many years? What put put whatever number of years you want, where you go back and you say this is when the conspiracies really started going haywire. Whatever you got, and I look at this now. You got literally, literally the guy who always, who, what's the problem that, what's one of the problems that the administration's had with Biden, right? Him saying stuff that they don't want said, like him saying, like, this is really what, I, him saying what's coming off the top of his head, yeah. like, okay, right? And, and, and that's, backtrack. We, so you have the president of the United States stating before the Russians invaded, if Russian tank and troops across the border that he would he would uh, consider blowing up the nord stream pipeline or blow or he would blow it up and when he got questioned about how he says we have the capability so motive capability motive opportunity yeah right yeah. so i'll tell you it, until i see different just like with the lab week theory i am putting my money that the United States blew that up because who benefits? We just talked. I don't see, I don't see Russia benefiting by this. Europe's not benefiting by this because this just jammed up their energy needs going into what some people say may be a really cold winter. I don't know. Maybe the Saudis sent their team of Navy SEALs up there. Like, I mean, do they even have, have that? And, and Hey, I, I've trained with Mil, uh, middle Eastern special forces. Most of them really suck. So like those dudes I don't see them
1: pulling that shit off. I, I think you probably like, have dude, to have Australia, some pretty specialized Japan? equipment. Huh? In the middle of a sea to get down there and do something well, like that.
2: I I I read I think it they were 70 they're, they're 70 meters deep, so 200 or so I guess feet deep. I think a dry a divers a team of divers could hit that, right? We have submersible sub, subs that they can go down there and, and be down at We got so the, the U.S. is is capable, right? Uh, China is, we, we did that segment on China a while back. They're a net importer of oil. The only reason they're exporting oil right now is they're exporting Russia oil. So maybe China wanted to do it. You know, I I don't know. I think, you know, yeah. imagine if the Chinese were up there, running around a bunch of people would know about it because, you know, it's right there by, you know, Norway and all that stuff. They detect it. So I don't know. Until proven otherwise, I my, my belief is that, the united states government did it because we have they're they're trying so hard to cause problems for putin and shut putin down um who who else who else has an advantage of that now all now a lot of that oil stuff is back in the u.s court like we can control the shots a little bit
1: yeah yeah i i you know I, what my point was with that is i don't think it could be some some activist that is mad at russia or or whatever uh because i think it would take a lot more than just a couple scuba tanks and a pipe bomb to get down there and do damage like that so it had to be somebody with with some kind of means my my concern yes, yeah. with with what you're talking about right there and i think alark or, or eric in the chat was talking about i hope it wasn't usa and then white rabbit yeah. was saying uh, anybody wanting to start world war 3 i think if if it comes out that america did do this Europe's going to be pissed. I, I, ever since I, I, I
2: caught this and we started talking about this. I've had a sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach over this pit of my chest. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was young, the guy, the the person responsible mostly for me becoming a prepper was my buddy, Darian's dad, Don. And and Don was just this bigger than life. He character, right? Like he grew up in Chicago, an Italian kid, and, his da- and what, he was in Iwo Jima and Okinawa and the Marines. He was in Korea. He ended up working for the mob for a while. And all this crazy shit that this guy did. And I remember him when when I was young, him telling me that his, his dad told him when he was like, I don't know, fairly young in high school or something like that before the wars hadn't come around yet. He says, he said, you're going to fight Japan. You're going to go to the war and fight Japan. And he was like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Well, it's those that that series of events that leads up to us being at war. Mm-hmm. Like, if if the U.S. did this, the 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 shits the we're done. Is I I we may still function as a nation, but when I say we're done, like imagine like how do you ever talk in about environmental shit? How do yeah. you talk about any like we we not only have we we invaded all these countries, but then if if that truly is us we went and we blew, blew up a pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see who they throw, try to throw it on. Right. Oh, and you know, that's going to happen. They try to pin it on somebody. Probably Trump. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. What are they going to do when he's Trump totally irrelevant, MAGA. man? They'll still be blaming shit on him. Trump
2: got the MAGA submarine out and submarined oh, yeah. his way up there. And, and and he got it. He got his seal team of, uh, you know, Trump loyalist supporters to, <laughs> yeah. you know, go out yeah. and, and, and handle it. That's watch. So they'll try to say I think they're going to try to blame it, blame it on Putin. I think that's through the media is going to try to sell it on. And I don't know. And, and dude, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't, unless they got something concrete. I don't, I don't think that that's going to go very far because here in two months when Germany's like going, wow, how are we going to heat ourselves? And the price, because remember that when the price of heating oil goes up, price of oil goes up. So watch what happens to our fuel costs yeah watch what happens to poor germany trying to heat themselves they're not going to have a forest left by the end of this winter
1: yeah and and kind of on that world war three comment and what you were just talking about too on sunday's premiere we're going to be talking about you wrote an article about is a uh, civil war 2.0 possible uh and it a good yeah. article because it talks about what the catalysts were for other civil wars in the past and um all that so it all I mean, we've talked about it a bunch of times, but it's this whole cauldron of crap that is it potential to just hit all at the same time and, and all that. So uh, what mm-hmm. I thought that, was interesting yeah. about that article, I don't want to talk about it too much here. We'll talk about it Sunday. But as I mentioned last week or the, a few days ago, we were, I was watching that Ken Burns, uh, the America and the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and you get right. a completely different idea about something when you get the details about it. Because we when we think of the Holocaust, we get the, you know, the cliff notes basically from the media and from all the things we watch. But when you, it's fascinating to me getting the the timeline of all that stuff going out. So, uh, because you get a different perspective and that's kind of what you put in that article was how other uh, events kind of unfolded and what yeah. the catalysts were and all that. So.
2: Well, I, I think sometimes, especially like here in the U.S., like what is our, What are we taught as, you know, like the history of World War II? We get taught a little bit of the lead up in school to World War II. But really for us, it's like, you know, Pearl Harbor is like the start of most of our like, oh, yeah, Pearl Harbor. That's when World War II started, because that's when everybody's like, all right, I'm going to go join the military, go kill Japanese. Right. That's when a lot of us see that. So, you know, 41 for Europe, that stuff was going. They had all that stuff leading up to it going on for years and years. So, yeah, I think those dates are really important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that whole situation in a future show because I could go down a couple rabbit holes with that, but we'll we'll move on. But yeah, that's going to be a fun show on Sunday. That was a very good article, and I'll make sure we have the link to that in there as well. Uh, the, what I wanted to go through next was another one you found from uh, Breaking Points, a, a video you found from Breaking Points. This doctor, uh, I, I forget, he's from the Wartham Business School. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but he is flipping his shit. About what the Fed is doing and how um, basically all of, I mean, he goes into a lot of detail about a bunch of things, but this clip I'm going to play is talking about how basically the Fed is, one, trying to start a recession trying to kickstart something and he's talking about how it's going to go worse than they actually think, but he's talking about the, the wages, how they're blaming it on the average person, the everyday worker, uh, that wages are, are contributing to this recession. So it's basically these little people are getting in the way of all this, all this of us, you know, corporations and bigwigs doing all our stuff. Uh, do you have anything before I play this or you want me to just go ahead and play it
3: or to have a say, which brings me
1: to, sorry, it started playing. (laughs) We, we, the, we, the drones who don't set the policy,
2: who don't set wages are the problem. It's our fault. Yeah. Like, like that, that's like, that's, that's like pointing to a rape victim and telling him it's her fault. Yeah. You know, exactly. that, that, that's, that's like looking, looking at the, the tree that's on fire. Oh, shouldn't have caught yourself on fire. You know? They're, they're literally it's it, it what do you do in like, you know, counterintelligence stuff and all that deny, 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 make counter accusations. Yeah. Right. ah It's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's it's you people's fault. Like they're literally blaming it back on us. So,
1: yeah. And he talks he talks about in here how everybody treats Greenspan like he's some kind of God and anything he says is like gospel. And, it, and he's like, he's how they're they're, they're killing us that they, they are it. it it, and I've seen, granted, I, I have Zero Hedge in my Twitter feed, and I've seen a lot from them today. They're flipping their shit, too, but they kind of always do. Uh, but there's a lot yeah. of people saying this is going to get really freaking bad. And that's kind of what he yeah. was saying in here. They're making bonehead mistakes. They're doing stupid crap.
2: Well, it's and, and it's uh, Jerome Powell, chairman of the Fed. Oh, but yeah. Think about this. We've talked about the complex disasters, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit when we were talking about the last segment with the, with the oil pipeline, with Nord Stream 2 getting blown up, right? So now what does that do? Okay, you got the environmental side of that. So they're gonna light that up, and that's gonna be going on. And then you're gonna have now we're moving into winter, you're gonna have the heating issues over there we talked about. Right. And now you have you have this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? It's just it's that complex more, they're throwing more logs on the fire. Um, I don't know, man. I I it seems more and more that they're they're pushing. This to it. You think think about it. If you think about that, hey, we need to reduce the population of the world, kind of stuff. All right. Well, well, they got everybody kind of going with the last little shit show that started in 2020, big shit show. And now let's go ahead and kick off a global war. That'll really. Because guess who's going to go fight it? Not them. Yeah, like yeah. they're not going to go fight it. Who's going to go fight it? I don't know. Go talk to the 5,000 plus families of service members who died in Iraq.
1: Yeah, you want to reduce the world's population? <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's a pretty good way to do it. Uh, anyway, let me play yeah. this video real quick and then and then we'll, uh, we'll continue our conversation.
3: In order to have a say. Which brings me to another piece of the professor's commentary here, where he absolutely trashes the idea that wages are to blame for inflation. Let's listen
2: to that part. We're saying, oh my God, he's the God that's going to stop inflation and he's going to crush the wages which have not kept which have fallen behind inflation
4: by three four five percent you can't have cost push inflation when you're lagging inflation you can't blame wages for inflation when they're two three four five percent
2: behind inflation uh, i mean he said the other why day is he the putting dentist, the burden on gonna, the
1: on these working people the day, on the employed people that's i mean what is fence, and every other era. commodity price is going down
3: Here, he explodes a gigantic Washington myth that the real problem with inflation is that costs are up. Translation, workers are earning too much. This is nonsense. Yes, wages have gone up.
1: All right. So um, uh, she goes on to say in this video, and I've got this image right here, or he goes on to say, or or no, maybe she did. I don't know. Somebody said it. Uh, But they, they were talking about wages. Uh, when they say that you know price uh, that wages are keeping up with inflation hey, bullshit
2: when you when you showed that screen we lo- i lost your audio just so you know
1: oh well that crap graphic. i didn't put a, a uh <laughs> i didn't put the the sound in it but anyway what that was was the blue line here let me see if i can put a, a audio thing in it but the blue line is uh, the the inflation the the prices and all of that uh, the the dark red line is the the wa- or the wages. And then that red line at the bottom, the light red line, is actual real wages when you factor everything in. So while wages are sort of keeping up with inflation, the actual, what he was talking about in that video, the actual buying power is just tanking for people.
2: Yeah, yep. And that's what they keep going back to. Oh, wages are going up. Wages are going up. Because again, it's what's the right what's the right hand doing? What the left hand doing? Right? Yeah. Wages well, are going up. Oh yeah, but inflation's going up faster. So it, it's all smoke and mirrors. So, but it's I think it's important to note, like it, that this guy, um, and like you mentioned, he's out of the Wharton Business School. Like he knows what he's talking about. And I think I think where he's flipping the like he's he's had enough of what's going on. Is he sees them tar- like what he's talking about is why are they targeting the people? Like, it's not their fault. Just what we talked about a little bit ago. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, we've talked about it, like with the taxes and stuff. Right. The IRS, what are they doing? They're using the IRS to target the people. right? They, they have nothing left. And it's going to be interesting to see how many people that are more of the classical liberals who bought into the bull Democrat bullshit now that are like they don't like when people screw with the people are going to start that they're going to start hemorrhaging like this guy. Because if he's if he's saying it, it's not long till a bunch of other people are saying it
1: yeah yeah and there are a lot of people saying i think it's it's jp morgan or somebody some one of those big wigs are talking about this stuff today and and you know telling people you better watch out because we're about ready to go off I, i think somebody said something like when wiley coyote goes over the cliff and he keeps running until he looks down and then starts falling that's where we are right now we're not looking down everybody thinks everything's fine and until you look down Uh, And, and that's, you know, this is the, the big wigs talking about this stuff. And honestly, all this stuff really doesn't matter to me that much, the S and P and all that, because I don't, we, we don't have the money for that. But what does bother me is with this, what, what I'm concerned about, but with this stuff is that these are the people at the top pulling all the strings and doing all this bullshit that is going to affect me. So when that falls apart, that means I'm next. Mm -hmm. So that's why it it concerns me with all the the investing and all that. And they're playing stupid games and it, and, and we're about to, and they're, they're literally trying um, to put this on the backs of the working people uh, trying to to run this into a recession.
2: You know what that's called? What what were they, were were they trying to shit down on you (laughs) Were they trying to shit down on you? That's that trickle down economic stuff. <laughs> Everything should come from the top, bro. Remember we talked about that?
1: Yeah. This yeah. one, they're
2: just taking a dump. They're taking that trickle down is a is more of like a ass explosion on you down.
1: Yeah. Whatever they're yeah. they're freaking doing, it's it's ridiculous. They're playing games to cor- correct the games they played, and 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 it 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 affects us down here. I mean, they make the the people that have money to invest and do this stuff. They make money off of all what? this crap. So,
2: so are they really, my question now is, and I've said it a bunch, like I have never been that big of a conspiracy theorist, like on the ones that have been proven true, like, oh yeah, look at that. But the more and more I'm like, are we assuming that they're, we, we assume that they're making, because that guy in the video says, this is not going to work. It's going to make things worse. So our normalcy bias, us being human says, I assume that the things that the fed is doing that they're doing, they're doing it so that they make things better. Okay. So do we, are are we all going to say that the, that Jerome Powell and the rest of the people that work there are so stupid that they they're trying to make it better, but they don't know what they're doing. And it's only going to make it worse. I mean, we have fucking computer modeling, right? We can, we can predict all like, like the level of our computer modeling that we have is insane. So we're going to say that they don't know that this is going to make it worse. Is this all guess? like they're all sitting around with a couple of fucking bar napkins knocking back fucking, you know, fucking uh, gin and tonics down in D.C. somewhere and scribbling out like, all right, well, we should do about what do you think? Here you go. Here's some numbers. I think they probably have really good modeling. So then then it's OK if they have good modeling and good information. Why aren't they doing what should help the economy, especially at this point? Right. What what this guy talks about in there was getting to this point, they should have pulled the trigger on all on the raising interest rates a long time ago, and it would have slowed all this down. So my, my my thing is. We assume they're trying to do it to improve the economy. That's an assumption. If we're able to assume that, then the other the opposite assumption is just as valid in that they're doing it to hurt the economy it's all coming to I mean the economy's getting worse the 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 oil thing getting worse all of these stuff is just it, it it's like all on like some trajectory heading to some point that we probably don't want to head to which is why we're preppers
1: yeah. And it, and it kind of goes back to the to getting off the gold standard as well, because the, the original intention uh, back in the 30s, I believe, we sort of got off the gold standard uh, because there were too many highs and lows and too many, you know, too many fluctuations in the economy. So they decided they wanted to do this to even it out, which basically seems and then in 71, we completely just dis, dis went away from it. But it seems like that's what they're doing is they know that that in order to maintain as level as possible, they need to cause a recession to kind of crack everything down rather than have it completely go down or completely go up. But um, it's, it's a, it's a risky game. I think they're freaking playing and, and it's at the expense of us.
2: Well, I think that gets back to the assumption thing. If we don't, if we, if we say, okay, maybe they're trying to do right, but what if they're trying to do wrong? Right. What if the what if the correct assumption is that this like they're doing exactly what they want and this is all part of their their plan to do whatever they're doing. Well, where does that lead? I mean, because it, it's not a plan in isolation because it, let, let's say, hey, we did blow up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline at the same time. We're trying to ruin the economy at the same time. I don't know whatever else is going on, but, you know, we. If you start, if you take all those other things and you lay it out and you start seeing how do they tie into one another, like how do they help one another become bigger problems or give the government more control? I think you run into the thing that maybe all of these things are all being done in concert.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I don't know how you
2: yeah. don't consider that considering all the stuff with all the bullshit with COVID considering 9-11, uh, you know, the Patriot Act shit and everything else that's gone on. Iraq, oh, I don't know how you don't consider like, okay, what if these things are being all done in concert? Because we always say, wow, so much is happening. Well, if you, you know, it's like D-Day. There was all kinds of shit going on here and there before D-Day hit. But then what happened? Holy crap, look at all the stuff that's happening right there, right now. Because the plan was launched. You got airborne troops dropping in behind. You got their shell on the coast. You got the guys in the, you know, in the boats coming in. Like all these moving parts all happening at once. Right now we have maybe all this shit that, that seems like it's independent. It's all moving parts of this and gears in the same fucking issue, the same thing, the same, whatever the grand conspiracy thing is. I don't know, but I I think to not think that way after all the examples of how the fuckery they do, I think, I think you'd be wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I tend to agree with you. It's either that or complete 100% ineptitude from everyone across the board. So they uh, will end on this. I wanted to talk about uh, uh, Cassandra put in the chat. Hey, Cassandra, how you doing? Uh, the yeah. economy sucks. I try to ignore it and build a life that I don't need much. Uh, a couple things on that and then we'll move on. But one really hard to do, <laughs> but at the same time is 100% correct. Because the less you have to depend on all that stuff, the less you're going to be affected by all the games and the and the crap going on with these people. So the more we build that self-reliant life, be as self-reliant as possible anyway, the less we have to depend on that stuff. And um, she's absolutely 100% right. Unfortunately, uh, it, it's a little easier said than done for most people. Uh, but yeah. if, you, if that could be some sort of long-term goal for you uh, to be able to kind of break those chains... Uh, and that it should be for everyone to kind of break those chains of, of that dependency and all that stuff. So very good. Comments. Well, you I
2: mean, think about what our society teaches, right? Go off and, you know, get a job, get a house, get a, like, you look at the people, like especially the homestead people that are going out there and they're like trying to like, Hey, I'm trying to be minimal and not run up expenses and do all that. I think that's the, the younger people can start doing It's like a freeze dryer. Mm-hmm. Right. I wished I would have had a freeze dryer. When I was in my 20s, I could have carted around with for years because that thing could pay you back year over year over year. Leftovers, all your stuff. and next thing you know, after 10 years, you got an incredible stash of so, good prepper food stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, whenever I put these videos in full screen, it starts playing, so I got to catch it real fast. I'm not trying to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, but yeah, uh, need it's, to be cut it's off. definitely – I don't know, man. It's just, and we say it every week and it feels like, you know, we're these doom and gloomers, but man, it's just like one direction or the other, which, you know, what what's coming next? And every time we think that something may be kind of cooling down or whatever, something else happens or something else happens or, you know, all this crap, just day after day. And then the Fed just, you know, playing their games and doing all that stuff. So it, we're, This could be a very, we say, we said this a bunch of times too. This could be very interesting this coming year. We think we had it bad in 2020, 2021. Um, Only time will tell. History will tell the story, I suppose, of how wrong we are or how right we are. But here's something to think
2: about, man. Just kind of occurred to me. We're, we're, I know we have the midterm election. I don't know. I don't watch TV really at all. So I'm not really tracking It's like, really bunch of bullshit you know same same bunch of bullshit the the left-leaning uh people are saying oh it's going to be a landslide for the democrats a lot of them and some people are shouting but anyway get to the thing of how all this is moving to some sort of point and that point i think is going to happen sometime between our midterm elections and the president next presidential election right Mm -hmm. isn't it weird that all this stuff's setting up and that the Democrat, the party in control or the establishment is maybe setting all this stuff up to maybe be the savior? Kind yeah, of try it, it, it
1: I could totally buy into in to that that right? conspiracy th- their conspiracy theory going on, yeah. Their or not theory, their conspiracy. Uh yeah. because it, it, it has stuff. I mean,
2: if it's a plan to if it's a plan to get something to happen, you obviously have all the stuff like we talked about with D-Day that leads up to that plan being enacted. Maybe this is the path to them trying to pull some stuff. Yeah. yeah and,
1: and that that kind of goes into what I want to close the show out on is this Italian prime minister. I can't remember what her name is. That was just elected. And Bologna. the media just going 100% on the, the far right, far right. But I think you're seeing this stuff happen Across the board, and I've got a clip from Stephen Crowder I'm going to play, and then we'll talk about it. You're seeing this stuff happen all over the place. This these people going to the right now, and it's that pendulum swing we've talked about all the time. Uh, and it's you know what if they're if she's as bad as people are saying she is, it's their own damn fault uh, because the pendulum is swinging back in the other direction because people are sick of it. But let me play this, and then we can elaborate on that uh, all of that stuff, and then what he says in here. i will muted. Uh, no the Party is uh, the Brothers of <laughs> Italy party. And there's a right wing coalition. Uh, they won. OK. Sunday's Italian elections, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you see this right away from the media. And uh, this is this is their playbook. Their claim is right away. This is a far right
0: fascist new government.
3: Meloni is young, she's well-spoken, she's charismatic, and politically she's very far to the right. She's widely expected to be the next prime minister of this country.
4: Many of her fans can't get enough of her straight talk. It doesn't seem to bother anyone here that many people in Meloni's party are supporters of former dictator Benito Mussolini, or that the flame on his tomb is her party's symbol. Giorgia
1: Meloni has gone from little sister status among fellow right-wing leaders to now owning them. On her way to becoming the first female prime minister of Italy and the head of the most right-wing government, someone give her haircut the Taco Bell Gong. All right, so I, uh, it, it, I put the video link in the description below. It's pretty, pretty funny, actually. That whole his whole show that that show was pretty good. But you've got all these people flipping out about how far right this woman is, and I don't, I don't really know about her policies and all that, so I can't really say whether it's. Uh, whether she really is that far right or whether it's the fact that the left has moved so far to the left that now right is far right so I, I mean but you're seeing this happen all over the world these people going to these people oh, yeah. that are they're trying to correct a situation
2: she she's a uh, Italian Trump right now right yeah and yeah. so my understand my understanding part of it is my understanding is that like the the party that just got booted, um, that one last time did a bu- bunch of stuff with their lockdowns and a bunch of other policies they put in into play. This time around, they got like three percent of the vote. Yeah, like nobody voted for their shit. Right. And then this group that didn't have much, I think last time this group, like her crew had not gotten much, they got 40 something. So this is the people voting for this. First of all, like, oh, they got moving. Next, I'm in my mid 50s. And I am probably 30 some 40 years removed from when Mussolini was killed. Right. So, how many people in her campaign? She wasn't alive during Mussolini. All these people are like, yeah. oh, yeah, they were all followers of no, they weren't, follow- they weren't even around.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. if
2: that's a, if that's bullshit, the whole idea about that was the flame from his tomb that is their their thing that is their their uh symbol well how, how much do i do i want to believe that's that's real too not really yeah. you know so i i again i think it, i think it's 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 their it, it's their grasp on trying to make shit happen because they know they're losing control yeah we're getting tired of it it's just like here in the states they're letting all this illegal immigration happen what they don't get is a lot of the Hispanics coming over here are conservative like they're, they're screwing their own demographic is what they're doing. Yeah. So same thing.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting the way you kind of phrased it or framed it before. I even played that video is how, if they see, and, and I guarantee you, they see all of this stuff happening, all the populism and all that happening all over the world. And they see somebody like her uh, people basically wanting to fix all the crap that has been that are sick and tired of all the crap that's been going on in the last five years or six years or whatever. But like you said in that article about uh, from Substack, um, the the dangerous part, and I'm not, I'm not saying she is that far right. I'm not saying she's not. I don't know enough about her. Yeah. But the dangerous part is you start you you that pendulum swings so far to one side, it's going to go way far on the other side. And once all that stuff happens, you don't know who that leader is going to be. Coming out on the other end. That's how. That's how Hitler got there. That's how all of these guys get into power because the people need. The people feel like they need some sort of correction, and they they, they get that person in there. But yeah. you know, it, it's just a dangerous, dangerous situation. But I think that the people on the left have nobody to blame but themselves for doing all the bullshit that they've done, uh, and continuing to be blind about what the people want and what the people say. Uh, and just continuing about the way they go about things, they're causing this stuff, and it's happening all over the place.
2: Well, it gets back to that thing we talked about, and you know it goes back to the first topic on the at the show. It's the pendulum swing, right we everybody brings a hammer to it, and so the pendulum swing is so far left when it comes back, yeah by you by by the left doing what they're doing, they're opening the door for people to go, "Oh, you're saying everything that's counter to what they're saying." Oh, well, that means maybe they're a lot far, far a lot farther right than what we normally would get, just because the, the pendulum swings happening, mean, just like we talked about with laws. Oh, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go cramp down on these laws now, and it ends up being worse than it was before. Maybe there's, some, you yeah. know, you look at it and it's like, like when you got a guy like Joe Rogan who takes pride in saying he's never voted for a Republican, and they're labeling him as all right, and they've played so much fuckery with that guy that he's like pretty much coming out and like when people like well how can we fix the system and he's like telling people well vote for republicans cuz he thinks the democrats are so corrupt you know he's they're pretty much coming out now like our whole shit's ass over te kettle
1: yeah enough right. is never enough with all these people left and right yeah. i mean it and it and it goes so far one way that that's why it that's why in our elections like a, a democrat gets elected or a republican in the midterms it's usually the opposite party because they get in there and they take things so so extreme that people want you know something get back towards the middle get back towards the middle and they they got to go one side or the other and eventually you know, eventually some of this crap is going to come to a head, and then you've got the, the geopolitical stuff, and then you've got the financial stuff, and then you—I mean, holy crap! But you know what? I—I—I don't—I don't—I don't see a problem with this woman at all, from what I've—I've I've heard. But again, I don't know what her policies are and all that crap. But well, it's that same well, narrative, yeah. You—you—you were—you said it correctly. That's Italy's Trump.
2: Well, and I think on the surface you can assume, like, look we see how the the mainstream media treats anybody that it doesn't agree with. Yeah. And I believe they treat them wrong. I believe, the, you know, we believe that mainstream media's viewpoints are pretty much by and large wrong, right? What they show is wrong, that they fuck, that they, it's constant, you know, disinformation, misinformation, straight up bullshit. So if I say, well, Hey, they're fucked up, if I know that they're fucked up all the time and they're talking about her. Oh, well, I think that gives me awesome. I, I'm like, okay, I'll trust her more than I will them until she proves me otherwise. Like, I, I think they're full of shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that goes to the fact, it's the same thing with racism and same thing with this this ultra far right or whatever. You say that stuff too much and it loses its meaning. Uh, you blame mm-hmm. everything on that and it loses its meaning to where it doesn't mean a damn thing. Uh, and that's, that's kind of where they've taken this whole thing where it's, you're just not sure if somebody is Mussolini or if somebody's just a a right winger. I mean, you, well, you she didn't don't know show anymore. up in
2: a uni- she didn't show up in a uniform with a funny little fez hat, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I and, mean, and they've actually got laws in Italy now because of Mussolini that that that's not allowed yeah. to happen anymore. That uh uh I right. forget what they Hopefully. I forget what the law is, but yeah, it's not allowed to happen anymore where one person can cede complete control. So, that's another bullshit point on their side too. Mm. Uh so I, I think um that's all the notes I've got for this show. Do you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here or anything we didn't talk about?
2: No man, I think uh we got to record Sunday's show, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're going to record right after this. So it be part part two of our marathon. Uh it's going to be a good show on Sunday though. We're going to talk about Brian's article like I said a lot of the the civil war uh you know, what's going on, what what could it be that leads us to all of that stuff? Uh, a couple of things with with uh, politics and um, Sage also made a comment. I don't think Sage is here this morning, but she also made a comment in last week's show uh, about her being pre- in the suburbs and people in prepping groups giving her a lot of shit for it. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So it's going to be a fun show uh, on Sunday. It's going to be a premiere. It'll be and the reason we do premieres is because we want to keep it at the same time, the same day. Uh, so if we're not able to get there to be live because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, We still want to be able to do the show at the exact same time for for everyone. So uh, with that, uh, that's it for today. Until next time, take care and prepare. We'll talk to you all later. Bye, y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of The Survival Preppers. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us on YouTube for our weekly live shows. For more information or to connect with Duff and Dale, visit thesurvivalpreppers.com or the bugoutlocation.com for members only content and prepping courses. See everyone next time.